Alright guys, welcome to episode 2 of the Bride Guy Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the get ready. So a lot of the time in the morning, uh, the get ready is kind of like an afterthought sometimes when it comes to photos and video. When people are thinking about having things uh, videotaped or photographed, they always think about their reception and their ceremony. But honestly, the get ready is super important too. A lot of moments go down in that part of the day that you wouldn't think are important. Um, but they, they'll make a big difference in your wedding photos and your wedding video. So today I'm going to touch on that um, and just help you guys out with just the planning when it comes to your get ready and little tips and tricks I can give you to make it a seamless process. Alright guys, so let's get right into this episode, wasting no time. This is Damien from North Park Films. Today we're going to be talking about the get ready. So a lot of brides, when I speak to them, they're kind of in a position where they're trying to figure out their get ready. And based on the few years that I've been filming weddings, I wanted to kind of give you guys a good outline on what I would suggest when it comes to a get ready or that portion of the day, just to make things seamless, make it stress-free, and just little suggestions that will kind of paint a bigger picture on how your day could turn out, making it easy, relaxing, and possibly save you some money. So I'm going to go over a lot of different kinds of tips. Uh, Some of them may apply to you, some of them may not, but I just wanted to kind of give uh, my two cents on on these things that I'm, that I've observed over the years. During the morning, the one thing I wanted to to talk about is your wedding day, you're going to have a lot of people um, surrounding you the whole day. People want to talk to you. They want to see you. They want to take pictures with you. Um, it's going to be like you're going to have your own paparazzi all day. With that said, my main suggestion from the beginning is in the morning, um, wherever you're getting ready, wherever you're getting your hair, makeup done, think about that environment as your safe haven and your chill spot until you hit the award show. And this all depends on the vibe of your wedding. But I feel like no matter what, whether it's 200 people or 50 people, people are excited to see you. So they're going to want to take pictures with you. They're going to always want to be spending time with you. So if you're the type of person that kind of needs that, you know, you're introverted or you need a bit of self-isolation before things pop off, then I would suggest keeping your get ready to... I would minimize the amount of people that are around you at your get ready. So I would say keep your bridesmaids there. Maybe keep your mother there if she calms you down. Um, Keep close people, immediate people. Um, An example I would say is sometimes what brides will do is they'll have like almost like pretty much a full blown party at their get ready, which is if that's your vibe. So that's super cool. I'm not knocking that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, But I would say, ideally, I would say take that first, the first two hours of your wedding day, I would keep it to a minimum amount of people around you. This gives you time to kind of relax. This gives you time to take everything in. This gives you time to think about, you know, the ceremony or just other things just to kind of calm your nerves. There's going to be a lot going on on your wedding day, especially in the morning, Um, there's a lot of things that you're going to be questioning, you know, is this going right? Are the bouquets coming? Are the boutonnieres on time? You know, is my makeup artist here on time? Is she doing her stuff on time? Am I like, there's going to be so many things going on in your head. And I think the less people that are there and the less 
distractions and things going on, you can kind of just be more relaxed uh, for what is going to come throughout the day. I would definitely suggest that the first two first two hours of the day, even like even people like me, keep your photographer and your videographer kind of absent for the first maybe hour or two to give yourself kind of that time to be alone. Depending on how your videographer or photographer is, um, they are, they're going to be around a lot and they're going to be pretty much on your hip all day. And you may love them, but <laughs> you may love your videographer or photographer, but I would still suggest, even me being a videographer, I would still suggest to give yourself that time to kind of unwind by yourself or just with your girls, just to kind of do your own thing before cameras and people and everything else just starts uh, going off. So that that kind of that kind of transitions into my next point. What I would suggest is to have your photographer or your videographer essentially show up um, probably midway through your your makeup. The reason why I would say this is because chances are you're going to want, I know you want your photographer and your videographer there um, as long as possible, but the reason why I would suggest them coming a little bit later is because you want the pictures and the video um, of you to be as reflective of what your hair and makeup is going to look like later on. So if they're there kind of like pretty much, I would say get your hair done first and that way, halfway through your makeup, that's when essentially they would show up. So that's my suggestion. Um, I wouldn't suggest doing your makeup first just because if they do try to take shots of you, then they're going to be getting you without your hair done. So depending on how crazy your hair is going to be or um, you just want them to have kind of like that your fine, almost your final look, but not exactly your final look. So you can kind of see the progression, but not like the progression. You know what I mean? Um so that, that would be my suggestion. Um, as far as your videographer and your photographer showing up, I would just get them to show up probably halfway through your your makeup. So with that said, I would say get your hair done first and then get your makeup done. Another point on that is I would always make sure that you're the first one getting your hair and makeup done. The reason being is the show does not run without you. If you decide that you're going to get your hair and makeup done last and get your girls to do their hair and makeup first, if for whatever reason the day is running behind and you're the last one to get your hair and makeup done, then the whole chill factor of what I was mentioning earlier is not going to be there. You're also going to, the reason being is because you're going to be too panicked about the fact of, okay, I got to leave. I still got to put on my dress. I still got to go do this or do that or, you know, and you won't, if anything goes wrong with your makeup, you won't have time to adjust it. And your girls are important. They're very important. But you, my dear, are the most important on the wedding day. So if you need to make adjustments to your makeup, you need to give yourself that buffer time. If you need to make adjustments to your hair, you need to give yourself that buffer time. Another thing, if you do your hair and makeup first, then you can get more shots with your photographer and videographer because while your other girls are getting their stuff done, um, they'll have time to get you shots with you just by your dress or with details of your wedding or if they, if they want to do shots of you in your robe alone, that kind of thing, by the window, outside, that kind of thing, or even with your mom, um, shots like that. They're not things that you maybe initially think of because it's not like a planned photo shoot, but it's, it's moments that are going to be more like they're going to kind of 
paint a bigger picture of your wedding day. If you get your makeup and hair done last, then you're going to kind of miss out on some moments and you won't think of that until after the fact. Like, oh, this happened at this point of the day. I wish I had photos, but it was kind of chaotic and, you know, things were going crazy at that moment. So those are my suggestions for when you're getting ready. Another thing I wanted to talk about with the get ready um, is your limo. So I'm a big person who I don't love limos and I don't love limos for brides. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of the time, for some reason, limo drivers, most of the limo drivers I've come across, what happens is they have your wedding and then they have like two other weddings in the day and they have to be somewhere like three times in the day. And it's a wedding. Weddings are not always going to be on time. And the problem with that is because they don't only book you on that wedding day, they pretty much rush you. And when things are already chaotic and you're, if you are running behind, um, the last thing you want is your limo driver stressing you out outside and then saying, I need my money. I need more money now. Like it's not stuff you want to deal with. So I've been in that situation before. I've seen brides turn on the turn on their limo drivers and it wasn't pretty. So my suggestion to kind of avoid all of that stress is to try and rethink how you want to do the whole limo situation. The thing is with a limo is yes, it's nice. Um, and yeah, I understand that you need to transport a lot of people, but there are better options. So my number one, the number one thing I would say, instead of doing a limo, do a party bus. The reason why I'd say a party bus is because you can get up, you can move a little bit, you can dance. If you're the type of person that doesn't like being like claustrophobic, then I would say do a, do a party bus because you guys can get up and dance. And um, if you want to drink and stuff like that, um, it's not going to be as like tight and like so like claustrophobic as if you were in like a limo, like a stretch limo. So that's just my suggestion. I also heard that from a bride as well. She was telling me that she wished she got a party bus. Ask a couple brides around, but I would say go for the party bus if you have a big bridal party. If you don't have a big bridal party and your wedding is a little bit more low-key and intimate, the one thing I would suggest is try to see if you could rent um, a car and rent a car that kind of plays into the theme of your wedding. So for example, if you're more if you're doing a more like country style wedding, then maybe go for like a muscle car or something along those lines. A classic car. See if you can rent one from somebody who has a classic car or try to look you could look on like Kijiji or like uh, classified ads or stuff like that. Um and you kind of have a little bit more of a negotiation because if you're talking to somebody who owns a car, then um you can kind of negotiate price and once again, like the chances are they're not going to be having like two weddings booked on the day um, and you have a little bit more wiggle room and it's stress free. And the cool thing is if you rent a car like that for the day, you could also use that car for the photo session. You could use that car for transportation to the ceremony and you can also use that car for maybe you want to do an exit at your reception. So try to think of like um, you're getting like the car that you leave in. It could also be an accessory to other points in your wedding day that could really add to it. So if you're doing, I had a couple. They did like an old school Hollywood type wedding, and then the car that they chose was like an old style convertible, and they did like their photo session in it, and it looked amazing. So try to think 
of the bigger picture when you're picking um, transportation it might even be I can't tell you for sure it really depends on where you live but in many instances it might be cheaper to do something like that rather than doing a limo and once again the stress factor that's the biggest thing that I'm going to point out when it comes to uh, booking a vehicle for transportation on your wedding day. Okay, so the next big thing I want to discuss is where you're actually going to be getting ready. So a lot of people, what they usually go for is they go for a hotel or they'll go for their house, like where they grew up type thing. Those are okay op. Okay, no. Where you grew up and your house is a is a good option, providing you have good lighting in your house. So when I say good lighting, I don't mean the lights in your ceiling and all that. I mean like natural light. So your dress, your skin, all of that is going to look five times better in natural light. Another thing you want to put into um, consideration is when you're getting your makeup done, if you're having an outdoor wedding, get your makeup done by a big window. The reason why I say this is because if the makeup artist is doing your doing your makeup according to how you're going to look on your wedding day, you want her to do it by natural light because that's where you're going to be for the rest of the day. If she does your makeup with like in a darker room with a ring light, um not makeup artists know their stuff, so I'm not I'm not a makeup artist, but I'm going to say from what I've seen This is what I've noticed. My suggestion as a videographer may not be the best two cents. Speak to a makeup artist. I could be so wrong. But from what I know, I would say get your makeup done by natural light. um, If you're going to be having an outdoor wedding and you're going to be outside. That way, whatever whatever you're doing when you're sitting there is going to be reflective on the idea that I'm having an outdoor wedding, so my makeup is going to kind of be reflective of what I'm going to look like later on when I'm outside. Okay, so what I would say, if you're not going to do your, if your parents' house is not an option, my number one suggestion would be to rent an Airbnb opposed to a hotel. The problem with hotels is the rooms are usually really small, and even if you get a bigger room, the windows are usually never that big. And a lot of the time, depending on where your hotel room is in the hotel, um, you may not get good access to light into the room, which would force you to turn on the lights inside the room. If you're going to do a hotel, my best suggestion is try to find one that has big windows, giant windows, or try to and try to find a room that faces the sun ask the people at the hotel if you can get a room uh, where it gets a lot of sunlight so try to figure out even if you got to go there on your own time and figure out um, where the sun usually like where the sun is predominantly on which side of the hotel just try to get a room that's not like tucked away where you know it's not going to get no sunlight this may work depending on where you are it may not but it's worth mentioning Now, the reason why I'd recommend an Airbnb is because Airbnbs are already lived in. And if they're not lived in, they're staged to be more homey and be comfortable. And a lot of Airbnbs usually have a nice modern look. So they're furnished very nicely and they're clean. Airbnbs are usually cheaper than doing a hotel and they're usually way more spacious than a hotel. So it gives everybody room to do what they want to do. If you have multiple rooms, that means you have multiple options depending on where the sun is rising, 
that day. You have multiple rooms where you could decide where you want to do your hair and makeup, opposed to if you're in a hotel. Um, you don't have many options. There's usually only two places you could do it in the main area. Um, and then there's like a bedroom and that's pretty much about it. So my suggestion is to try to choose an Airbnb, uh, that has a lot of natural light, um, that you think matches the vibe of your wedding. The get ready in my, in my eyes, the get ready is a very underrated part of your day that you wouldn't think of. Uh, to be super important but when it comes to the photos and your video that's the part of the day where a lot of candid shots are going to happen and it's a part of the day that you're going to want to remember as well so try to think of where you're going to be getting ready is it comfy is it cozy does it feel good for you and then how is it going to look after after the fact uh, with your wedding dress and every other detail and all that stuff a wedding photographer if they walk into a room and it looks furnished and it has a vibe to it, they're going to feel inspired to do certain things. When we go to a hotel, it feels very uniform and we don't have a whole lot of options. So we're kind of just trying to make do. I would say that. Um, so I would I would opt for either a family, a family friend's house or I would go for an Airbnb. So another little point I wanted to make um, in regards to getting ready is one time and this only happened once but it was pretty I just thought it was really cool that the bride did this so I had a bride who she got a wedding dress that had pockets you couldn't see the pockets um, but it it was really cool if you go on um, if you go on YouTube and you go to North Park Films uh, there's a wedding there the couple's name is Anya and it's spelled like A N Y A and Justin and the bride, uh, she's Filipino, and she had, she had a she had her dress and the the bottom part was kind of fluffy, kind of not super fluffy, um, but it was it was it was nice and it had pockets built into it and I you could never see it like you would never know that there was pockets there, um, but. Throughout the day, like, she had her phone on her. She didn't have to carry a separate bag. It was just, like, on her, in her little pockets, in her dress. So I thought that was a super nice touch. Um, There are some dresses that will allow you to do that, and others won't. But if you're the type of person who wants to have your phone on you just for everything and anything that's going to go on throughout the day, and you necessarily... Um, if you can find a dress that kind of fits your taste with that, that's a cool addition that you, you could probably add to your dress. Another few things I wanted to mention for the get ready is little things you can do to kind of make your get ready special, uh, in regards to your wedding video and for your wedding photos. One thing I love doing is I always tell a bride and groom to give each other gifts on their wedding day. They do not need to be over the top, so they don't need to be like a necklace or another ring (laughs) like they don't have to be super fancy gifts they could be more like personal gifts that's just between you two and it's more of like an inside it could be an inside joke um i had a bra i had a groom um who gave a bride a 23andme kit and i don't know what the joke was behind that um but when she opened it she was laughing hysterically and she was like, what a terrible wedding gift. But she thought it was so funny. And I can't remember why she said that he got it for her. But they had their own thing 
um, in, in, in regards to that. So I thought that was super cool. So try to think of something like way back. It could be something that resembles your guy's first date. Um, if you're more of a, of an emotional person, like it could be something that resembles your first date. Um, it doesn't have to be something that's going to make her, make her cry or make him cry. It could be something that will make them laugh. Think of something that would even calm their nerves on the wedding day. This is moments or, you know, a good hour or two before they actually see you in person, see you up the aisle, see you at the first look, right? Um, so try to think of that. Um, it could be anything that, and it doesn't have to be over the top where you're breaking the bank just to, to get a gift, so what you could do is you guys could get each other a gift. Um, and if you want to take it a step further, you could also read each other, write each other little cards. Once again, they don't have to be like vows. You know, I've seen people write stuff that's more emotional where it's like, you know, the groom's talking to his bride and she's reading it out. And sometimes she cries. If you're going to do the card thing and you know it's going to be emotional or you know you're a crier, I would do this before your makeup the cool thing about this is that even if you do cry it's going to be a beautiful thing to have on video or photos um, and even vice versa even if he cries um, just to have that on video it's going to be completely different than you know your wedding vows this day is all about you guys so I just every time I'm talking to, to bride and grooms I always try to tell them like fit in little things anywhere you can and I want to capture them so that's one suggestion I make. And any wedding videog videographer listening, you can steal that from me. That's okay. But pro tip right there. But yeah, I would suggest that uh, writing each other a card, uh, giving each other a gift. Uh, it's great to have a, for your wedding video and it's great to have for photos as well. Some brides, what they will do is they'll have a part of their, their get ready where they give their, their uh, bridesmaids gifts. Again, it could be it could be something more emotional. Or you could give them something each that kind of resembles them just to show your appreciation. Um, it does not need to be over the top. Um, depending on who your friends are and how they are, um, it could be very small things. It could be a little gift that you give them that they can use at the reception. So maybe culturally, maybe it's a gift culturally where you could give them something and then at the reception they're supposed to use it or something like that. So try to think about you and your hubby and try to think of what like what resembles you guys and then try to implement every little detail into your wedding throughout the day and it will really spark your wedding video and it will really spark your wedding photos so that's my two cents guys uh this is just the section on the get ready i hope this helps i hope this gave you guys some ideas and kind of made you think a little differently about uh, certain things throughout your wedding day let me know what you guys thought let me know if you got anything from this and you know if you guys enjoy this podcast let me know I would love to hear from all my brides and grooms and um, other people um, if you're just listening because you're curious I would love to hear what you guys th thought of this episode and uh, let me know if you try anything uh, based on anything that I've said if you guys have any questions about anything that I've mentioned, let me know. And yeah, guys, uh, happy wedding planning and best of luck to you guys.